Money makes the world go round. As a licensed financial advisor, I can tell you it's true. Because of that, so much of who we are is linked to money. Our fears, our goals, our mindsets, and yes, our personal stories. That's what this podcast is all about. Me and some friends of mine sharing the origins and ongoing chapters of our money stories. Hey everybody, Patrick Conta from Freedom 55, Canada Life, here with another money story for you. Now we live in a competitive society where second place is considered first loser and if you're not first, you're last. And this has fueled some incredible accomplishments in our history, but is it the right model to apply to everything that we do? Take for example the world of finance. In this world, I often encounter people who have a hard time financially because they're always trying to keep up with the Joneses, aka fuel fuel themselves by comparing to others and seeing themselves as first losers. This is a really poor strategy. I mean, a lot of people do use this as fuel for motivation, but most I've encountered take these feelings and they internalize them and they take all this negativity and they bottle it up inside and they don't realize that they're looking in the wrong place for that healthy competition. The truth is, when it comes to your money, your biggest opponent is staring you in the mirror every single day. And today I'm gonna talk about three things that are going to shift your focus and greatly increase your chances of obtaining financial wellness. So the first thing I wanna talk about is competing with yourself. Now competition against others can be very healthy and can even elevate your game, take you to that next level, but it can also destroy us. A lot of us, myself included, compare ourselves to others. I know that I shouldn't do this, but I think it's a natural thing. Again, we're we're bred in a society of competition, right? So we focus on getting to their level or topping them And the problem with this is that we might not be starting at the same position or have the same resources or even the same abilities, but all we see is pass or fail. For us, it doesn't matter where we started compared to where that person started. It doesn't matter to us where they are, what their struggles were. All we see is, did I meet this person or did I top this person? And if I don't top this person, I'm a failure. Do, you know, do I have as much money Uh, as my friend or brother or person I see on TV. No? Well, then I'm losing the game. The reality is, you might be killing it at the game, but you can't see the forest for the trees. Your goal in financial wellness should always be to best yourself, because at the end of the day, you are the only person you should be competing with. Success is a personally defined metric. I'm going to say that again. Success is a personally defined metric. Not everyone has to be Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos or even the person down the block with the big house and the fancy car. Focusing on that stuff only distracts you from your goals. Don't worry about how well everyone else is doing. Only focus on how you are doing. This is the way you compete in the financial world. Compete with yourself. This is a strategy that doesn't just apply to finance. This is a strategy that I often see in the world of fitness as well. People tell you when you go to the gym and you see that guy with the huge muscles, you see that late lady who's like really fit, don't compare yourself to them because by doing that, you are 
basically downplaying your own success. And you don't want to do that. Same thing in finance. Celebrate your victories. Don't worry about how other people are doing. Focus on yourself. The second tip is to celebrate the success of others. Now, I just said you shouldn't compare yourself, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't be tracking other people, especially those that you look up to. When we see and hear about people in our lives or even outside of our lives attaining what we want, it drives us crazy, especially if it looks like it came to that person naturally or easily. Now, I'll admit to being guilty of it too, because you work hard and you put in the effort and maybe you're not seeing those results right away, but everyone around you is thriving. Or maybe it just seems like everyone around you is thriving. It's frustrating. I get it. It's, it's infuriating sometimes. And our first instinct is to take it out on that successful person. Not necessarily outwardly, but maybe inwardly. Maybe we think negative thoughts about that person. Or we, we mock them. Or we curse them. We let our jealousy devour us and turn us into green-eyed monsters. And do we feel better afterwards? No, we just feel more miserable. Because that negativity attracts more negativity. And then we get in this cycle that just ends up making us feel bad about everything. Instead, what we need to learn is how to celebrate the success of others. And not just outwardly with lip service congratulations. You know, it's not just one of those things where you are hearing about someone's success and you say, oh yeah, good for you, buddy. But inside, really, you're burning up. You, you don't want that. We want to inwardly be genuinely happy for that person. Because that person has gone through their own journey to get where they are. And we don't know what that entailed for them. They had to sacrifice, they had to work, they had to get help. So they deserve that praise. But also it creates a wonderful effect whereby feeling positive about others' success, you start to believe more in your own success. You start to see the possibilities rather than the roadblocks. Positivity attracts more positivity. Instead of sitting there and saying, you know what, I hate this person or I'm angry with this person because they're having success and I'm not, think about what you're saying there. I'm not. I'm not having that success. Think about what that does to you mentally. What kind of state of mind that puts you in? I'm not having success. That's a statement you're making right there. It's saying, I don't believe. I'm saying that I'm seeing this person and it makes me mad because it makes me feel like I can't do it. Whereas if you celebrate somebody, if you are happy for a person's success, you say that is great for them. I'm going to get there too. You're saying I'm so happy they achieved their success. What does that say? It says that I still have that ability. There's still that possibility out there. And that's what you have to do. Because if you don't, all you're going to do is create more negativity. The last thing I suggest is you turn your uh, enemies into your allies. This is the hard part. <laughs> you need to take those people that you were jealous of, that caused you so much hurt and doubt and frustration, and you have to become friends with them. Now, this might be easier for some, because you might already be friends with this person and you've just harbored a quiet jealousy and resentment towards them. 
Talk to them about their success. Ask questions, learn from them, make them an ally who will celebrate your success when it happens to you. Because it feels good when we celebrate our successes, right? And it feels even better when someone else celebrates our success. And if you're listening to the first or the second tip that I said, and you're celebrating their successes, well, guess what? They're going to be a lot more interested in celebrating your success as well. But also, make sure that you're being genuine. Uh, set up coffee talks, discuss articles that you've read, and genuinely uh, befriend these people, right? Don't just mine them for ideas, but really connect with them. That's how you elevate yourself with successful people. Now, for others, you may not be able to be friends with your rival, because not everybody has Bill Gates' phone number just lying around. <laughs> but maybe you start following them on social media, or you're reading books that they've written. You start listening to podcasts that they've been on, or maybe a podcast that they, they run. Turn them into an object of admiration rather than an object of disdain, because chances are, if they're successful, you're going to see and hear a lot of that person. So you better start to associate positive feelings with them rather than negative ones. Guess what? You might even learn something. And I hope that you've learned a little something here today. So let's summarize the points here. Number one, compete with yourself. Stop trying to keep up with the Joneses and start trying to face the man or woman in the mirror and best that person every time you can. Two, celebrate the success of other people and be genuine about it. Genuinely be happy for the success of others because that will come around twofold. And third, make your enemies your allies. If someone's more successful than you, find out why and befriend them and they will help you along the journey, which we could all use. So here's your call to action. Like the video if you're watching, give the audio a positive review if you're listening to the podcast, and like, follow, or subscribe for more money stories. Leave a comment with the name of somebody you financially admire. Tag them or shout them out if you can. Let them know that you admire them and spread a little positivity. Share this episode with someone who needs to hear it or just on your own social media platforms to get the word out there. And finally, message me directly if you don't have anyone in your life to talk to about money stuff. Now, I'm no Bill Gates, but I am a financial advisor, so I know a thing or two. And I'll tell you, I will be the first person in line to help you celebrate your success with you. In the meantime, thanks for joining me for today's money story. I'll be back with another one soon. And until then, I wish you the best of luck on your financial journey. Follow my ongoing money story on social media at Patrick Conta Advisor. Thanks for listening.